was quite good. I think, yeah, yeah, it was quite a dense, dense, a dense show. Yeah, in a like fruit cake, in a, in a nice, like a fruit, <laughs> a fruit cake of a show. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Pod'em Up, where we're discussing House of the Dead Overkill on the Nintendo Wii. Also on the menu, Sonic Origins, Sonic Frontiers, Shredder's Revenge, loads more actually, all in episode 44 of Pod'em Up. Welcome to episode 44 of uh, the Pod'em Up podcast. My name is Ollie. I'm joined by my friend Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. bit tired. bit tired. Um... Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've been waking up at 6am every every morning lately. Oof. Not by choice. By uh, by Alice, basically. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit tired. But, yeah, yeah soldiering on. Um so uh, what we're doing this this month, we've got, what's it called? House of the Dead Overkill yeah. uh, in the book club uh, this month to talk about. Uh, might be some, might be a bit of uh, effing and jeffing in that. Um, well, not possibly, not much from us, but if we do, possibly in quote form. Yeah, quote there's form. an awful lot of, there's an awful lot of cursing in the game. Yeah. So um, yeah, <laughs> adults only for that one, I think, and some certainly some adult content. But before that, should we talk about Sonic Origins to begin with? Yeah. Yeah, so this is the compilation, Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic CD, and Sonic 3 and Knuckles. All the uh, the nice jazzy Christian Whitehead versions, uh, sort of widescreen and everything. So how have you been getting on with it? It's it's alright, it's alright. It, do, it, it doesn't feel finished. No, it doesn't, that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, it is mostly there, it's all sort of playable, you can have plenty of fun with it, but there are just these little niggles here and there, that, particularly in the Sonic 3 and Knuckles portion, yeah, I'm finding. yeah. I gotta be honest. I get that. I my theory, and it is purely speculation. I yeah. don't think it was ready. I think it's probably early beta, late beta stage, and they yeah. pushed that out the door to get it out in time for the anniversary of Sonic. Yes, because obviously it's a big marketing yeah. thing. Although it's not really, is it? Because it's the thirty-first. If, th- if it was a year ago, the thirtieth anniversary, I'd understand. Yeah. But you know, it's just the thirty-first. Doesn't matter. It's just a day. You know, for, for the sake of getting it right. It's the only. It's the only way I can. I can imagine some of the mistakes in the game slipping through. Yeah. It's, um, I, I've been working through it a bit more slowly because I've mostly been playing it with my daughter um, and we've been having fun with it. So we've been working through story mode mainly. Mainly because I, I, at first I thought that's the only way you can see the, the little animated cutscenes they've added, but I think you can get them in just in the regular... Yeah, you can just in the regular. Doing it through an, uh, the anniversary mode and everything as well. So we've only just got to Sonic 3 and Knuckles today. So I've only just heard the new pieces of music that they've, they've uh, had to put in. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those? I don't. 
they're basically just the the, the tracks that we were expecting. Um, yes, pretty much. Yeah, they, they don't have much in the way of bells and whistles. No, and stuff. I think they've been, I don't. They've been softened up a bit, maybe. But I tend to prefer the versions. I think they could have just cut and paste the versions from the the beta build that leaked a few um, months ago. Yeah. Um, from the original Mega Drive, they sounded better to me than these sound. Yeah, I couldn't remember how they sounded, but just before the show, I, I went and listened to them, and I think generally they do a bit sound sound a bit more sort of authentic in a yeah. way. Or there's yeah. nothing particularly wrong with the new ones. It's just I don't know. There's just something not quite. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's a, there's an issue with sound in Sonic Three and Knuckles anyway. Yeah. Um, it because I stayed up to midnight when the the game came out because I was I was I got myself really hyped up for it okay. and yeah. I thought right midnight is going to play is going to launch like I can step and play and the yeah. first thing I did was jump into Sonic Three and Knuckles because obviously that's you know we've played the Christian Whitehead Sonic One Two and CD yeah. so Sonic Three being the Christian Whitehead version the retro engine version that was like the main attraction for me mm. so I jumped into that straight away and the minute it started playing I I was like what is up with the sound it's really muffled it's really really compressed and horrid and yeah just really muddy it just what's going on and i think you know that doesn't help these new tracks at all i think they just it all just sounds a bit a bit muddy yeah there's not much clarity to it is there no no, no. no. um i did i've I completed the game now I, I i said on twitter it's actually the first game that i've got a platinum trophy on in oh, right. on PlayStation. So mm. I got all the achievements. I've done all the S ranks on the challenges. Oh right, okay. Um I've done all the games. The only thing I haven't done is story mode. I played through the games um separately. Yeah. Separately yeah. and I didn't do the story mode. I think do you get a, a special ending animation if you do do the story mode possibly? I think I saw that in the in the museum but I might be wrong. I think I I remember reading somewhere that if you play all the games this is apparently came from someone who data mined it um mm. if you do all the games with all the characters and the story mode um there's some kind of bonus video about sonic frontiers that you unlock oh right mm. um, okay. but i don't know i can't i can't attest to that myself because i haven't done the story mode but um yeah, yeah i remember reading that somewhere that some data miner find find that out yeah, um, I haven't. I've only done a few of the challenges as well because um, I mainly play it with with Alice, and we've only got sort of limited time to do yeah. that. So I haven't played it much. Uh, I haven't really had much time to do it in the in the evenings either. So I'm still very much working my way through it. I've done a few of the challenges. So how would you how would you say those those went generally? Um, I got. I'm a bit hesitant to say this because mm. I don't want to make it sound like yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm I'm pretty good at this, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Like I say, I got all S ranks on them. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think it was that challenging. Oh, even like the super challenging ones that you get with the DLC. They those ones are quite. Some of those have their moments. Um, yeah. You know, but the, the the certainly the basic ones, the ones that come, you know, just whichever version you buy. Yeah. Um, I didn't find them all that. There was only a couple of them where I was really starting to, you know, pull my hair out. Um, the majority of them, I, you know, I got through them quite quickly and I never, you know, with these sort of things in games, I never get S ranks on, on very rarely will I get yeah, S ranks on things. Me too, I'm, yeah. You know, I'm mm. not sort of, despite the fact we do a show about games, I'm not all that good at games in terms <laughs> of, you know, pure skill. I play it just cause they're fun rather than trying to be the best at things. Yeah. Same um, 
but I don't know. It could just be because I mean we've been playing these games since they launched. You know, since 1991. I'm, I. I can't count how many times I've played through all the Sonic games, so it could just be. I think that certainly helps. Yeah. You know the physics inside and out, so you know how to, how to not get hit by something. Yeah. In a certain way, you just kind of know it. Even and that's what I was, I, I was interested in because obviously these are they're, they're based within the levels. So they they use the existing if it's a 3D game, you call it geometry, but like mm. the, the you know the the way the levels are structured, but they they add extra objects and things, don't they? And sometimes yeah. they can make paths out of them. So I was interested to get just try some new challenges in the, of those old games. I thought it was quite you know, it's quite, it's quite it, a novel idea. Yeah, I I know. really like the idea of it, and mm. I I really like I have to say. Um, the the way Sonic Origins is structured is, you know, for people who haven't played it, you don't have uh, lives anymore. Um, mm. You've you you've got infinite lives. There's no continues, anything like that. Um, and instead of lives, you collect coins, which you can then use to either unlock things in the museum, or you can use it to replay. You can use one coin to replay a special stage if you fail Su- it. Such a good feature. I've really so enjoyed. good. <laughs> it's so good. That's one of the best features in the, in the whole thing, actually. It really is, yeah. Especially, we were working through those Sonic 2 special stages, and it was just, and they're so hard, aren't they? I know. And, uh, and it was just great to, oh, yeah, we'll give that another go. Because it's fresh in your mind there and then, isn't it? If you've got to wait until you get to the next checkpoint, you've kind of lost your momentum in it, and you kind of make the same mistakes again. But if you can do it immediately, it makes quite a difference, actually. Yeah, and especially on, on Sonic 1, the, you know, the special stages aren't quite as, as unforgiving as Sonic 2. Um, but you can have some really sort of cruel twists of fate, and you just hit one of the gold yeah, things. It's easily done, yeah. And there's not really much leeway for... You don't really get many chances to fail on the Sonic one. No, you've only once. got... I think you don't. You can't even get them in Scrap Brain, can you? So no. You literally just get ten chances. So you if get you ten fail, chances. If you so, fail more than four times, you you can't do it, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a really... It's one of these... It's like the drop dash in Sonic Mania. It's just a little tweak, but it makes mm. such a difference to how the, the game plays. It's a really welcome addition. So yeah. I was really pleased with that. Hmm. I just hope they can sort out a patch that fixes some of the issues. I know I saw on Twitter that uh, Simon Tomley, I think his name is, who is uh, runs sort of headcanon, and he yeah. uh, and his team made uh, adapted it for adapted Sonic Three and Knuckles using the retro engine uh, for Sega. And I know he said that you know he he was really honest and said, okay, we had to rush it out. You know, we were restricted by time, and we asked Sega for more time. But there's a certain period of time where it needs to get sent to people, and you know they couldn't they couldn't do it. Um, and he said uh, the team knew about some of the glitches, but also some were added in the process of giving it to Sega. Like they noodled around with it and, yeah. and created certain issues. Well, apparently, I, if I understood this right, because I watched the um, Digital Foundry did a video about the the performance issues and, and things like that, um, and they ran into in their video they had a couple of the bugs that I ran into as well that I found you know quite frustrating. But if I understood what they were saying correctly, the whole game runs. On on Hedgehog engine, which was the engine used for like the Sonic Unleashed and Sonic the 3D Unleashed, games. And, yeah. yeah, and then the retro engine runs on top of Hedgehog engine. Yeah, so you've you've got like two engines running at the same time, and I wonder if that's going to contribute to you know some of the, the bugs that are uh, you know are cropping up. But yeah. even then, there's some of the mistakes like. There's spelling mistakes in the menus. Some of the zones are, are oh, spelled incorrectly. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Um, Sandopolis zone is Sandpolis zone. Oh, no. 
Um, and the music tracks in um, when you do the music player. Yes, I, I did notice this one. Some of them are, are got the wrong descriptions on the, the names. They've they? got the wrong yeah. names, the wrong descriptions. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does really. It's just really slapdash. Of, whiff of being rushed out at the last yeah. minute, just chucked together, which is a real shame. Um, yeah, it is. The, the 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 tails jumping bug is the worst. I think. Oh my. I haven't oh. noticed it in Sonic Three and Knuckles. Interestingly, that, no. that's one that doesn't seem to happen. But no, I think it, it seems to be unique Sonic to 2, Sonic mainly. Two. Um, yeah, and it happens. I found a workaround in as much as you, if you've got a second controller, if you start hearing him jump, basically with tails when he goes off screen, pretty much every time, all you hear is jump, 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 and he never comes back. If you've got a second controller, you can just tap a uh, tap the jump to start him flying, and then he'll appear. Uh, AI controlled, and that's why I, how I've been getting around it. But it is—it it is drove annoying. me mad, honestly. By the time I got to Metropolis Zone, I—I I was. I was close to muting it just because it's just this. <laughs> broop, 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 yeah, broop. and you got to think that's that's got to be a relatively easy fix, isn't it? I mean, I'd have it, thought so. If Tails goes off screen, bring him back. Bring him back. Pretty yeah. much, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not difficult programming. I wouldn't have thought, you know, and obviously they've done it. It's just as as a slip up somewhere last minute. It's just li- yeah, it's just little things that let it down. I mean, on the whole. On the whole, I'd say it's good. I'd still mm. recommend it. I'm impressed the effort they put into all the all the museum content, the the animations they've added are really good. The animations um, are superb, yeah. and it's great to sort of see those little bits that you've you you've only read about in the the Japanese manuals being referenced, kind of as as little animations in there. You know, yeah. the, sort of the prologues and the epilogues and things. Uh, really cool. I wasn't as impressed with the museum, I have to say. I mean, I, I'm comparing it to what they did with Sonic Mega Collection. Mm. Um, I think that was a much better, you know, you could unlock the previous games from, you know, the Game Gear games. Oh, and... yeah, that, that that would have been nice just to chuck the Game Gear games in. I think yeah. that all the, the print material was quite good, all the and all the... I haven't, to be fair, I haven't unlocked a lot of them, but I've been, been looking through them, a lot of, like, sketches and things like that, some never-before-seen stuff, I think. And they've got all the Sonic Mania adventures yeah. in there as well, haven't they? The videos, that was quite a nice thing to put in. Yeah, that's quite nice. But I, I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth for that. But, I mean, mm. it, these would be particularly nice if it were a physical release. Yes, yeah. If it's digital, you must have the internet to download it. And if you've got the internet, you can just watch them on YouTube. So. Well, yeah, that's true. It's the same for all the, the music they've put in as well. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. I'd like, I, if they'd have had like, I know, um, I mean, I know why they couldn't do it. Probably licensing and stuff. Mm. But there was a, a, I think it was a Japan-only two-disc soundtrack for Sonic that was released a few years ago, and it had the second disc was the original demo tracks that uh, the oh, Dreams yeah. Come True guy. Did. Yeah, I've got that. That's really have good. You? That. Yeah, I've got. I, I've got. I've got a rip of it somewhere. Mm. Um, Stuff like that would that have been have really been, interesting. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we you could go all night with things that they could have added, yeah. couldn't you? But it, yes, certainly. Yeah, I did like that quite surprisingly comprehensive playlist feature where you could like create like three or five different playlists of Sonic music just to play in the yeah. background while you're going through the museum. That's quite a nice. Yeah, that's nice quite touch. nice. Yeah. It's not about. I, I don't want to sound like I didn't enjoy it because I did. I mean, yeah. they're, they're still the same. It's the same good games that they always were. Yeah. And there's certainly been worse editions of them put out. You know, oh yeah. That, but 
Oh, one, uh, yeah, I, I say that. I, I, I follow up saying I don't want to be critical with another criticism. <laughs> um, but they've got the classic mode, and they're not classic mode at all. No, it's not a ROM, is it? It's just it's, it's literally the same thing, but with a letterbox, and the lives are back. Yeah, reinstated. Yeah, which means it's got all the same bugs that the other one. Yeah, I know. It's a shame that 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 could have been like a you know an alternative or just play the original. You know, and it would have been nice, and it would have been dead easy for them to do. Really, I know. I mean, they've been selling the ROMs on Steam for for years now, so I don't know why they until recently when they took took them down, didn't they? Which is another matter. But yeah, I mean, I I would I would give it a a tentative recommendation if anyone wants it. It's you know. it's Certainly just, keep an eye out for patches, and if they come in, then, then it will definitely raise our recommendation. I, think. I, I hope they do. I hope Sega don't just leave it there. I hope they, they get back in touch with with uh, the headcanon and, and try and get them to resolve some of these issues and work together. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I said on Twitter, if Sega patch the issues, because there aren't any sort of really game-breaking issues, it's just tiny it's little things. It's also... Th- things that if you i found it a lot with the sonic 3 and knuckles if you know the game really well you know exactly what's going to happen when it's going to happen some something small that happens differently just sort of throws you off like yeah. oh yeah i get got hit by something that i don't normally get hit by or like earlier i was playing carnival night zone and i spin dashed oh no it, it propelled me through a corridor and you've got those crushing spinny things yeah and I just got crushed by it with no warning. And it was like, it's almost like, perhaps because of its widescreen, now things appear earlier than they should. No, and the, they're the, activated earlier and they, they sort of come down earlier, you know? There's definitely something else going on with it because it does um, one of the giant rings in Hydropolis Zone. Uh, not Hydropolis, Hydro City. Hydro, yeah. Sa- Sa- Sandopolis and Hydro. See, I'm getting them don't, wrong. Don't now. add another one. There's already raging debate about whether it's Hydrocity or Hydro City. Don't don't add another <laughs> third option. <laughs> Hydropolis, <laughs> Hydro City Zone. I always call it Hydro City. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, there's there's one of the giant rings. You sort of, you go down the ramp, spinny round, and you it shoots you up in the air, and it's got these two. Um, spinning cylinders that go up and down. You land on one of them and then you jump up into and there's like a yeah, hidden yeah, yeah. passage. I, yeah. I couldn't get into that passage. Mm. No matter how I couldn't, I tried it over and over and over. There's just something about the physics that wouldn't let me jump high enough to get into that secret ring. And I can uh, on the original game, I could do it like that, no problem. That's right. Yeah. And it's just mm. yeah, it's just time. That's what makes me think it's like a like a beta. It's just it's like it's almost ready to go. They just need to give it one more pass and just fix this, fix this. You know, tidy up some of this, and it's ready. Yeah. If they do that and they put it out in a nice box, it would be. A hundred percent recommendation for me. If yeah. it came out physical with all the stuff patched, I would not hesitate to recommend it. Yeah. What did you think of the? Did you get the digital deluxe edition? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do you do you think it was worth it? Um, I don't know. It's only a five quid extra, wasn't it? And there's a there's a few like bits peppered in throughout it. You know, you can zoom in on the islands. You get more music. You can just lots of little things like that i suppose it was i haven't tried the extra missions you get though so i, don't, I can't say for sure yet but i mean uh, i don't know yes, if it was really worth mark. splitting it up do you well no not really i don't know why they bothered to be honest but no. it's just it's just some someone's big idea in marketing you know i think mm. but yeah i i enjoyed it i enjoyed the time i spent with it i don't regret buying it um no. and you know, I, we probably noticed the bugs and things more because we've played the games for so long. Oh yeah, if you're not that knowledgeable about every single bit of how those games work, you may not even notice many of them. 
it's just little as i said it's little niggly things where you just you just get hit by something where you wouldn't normally get hit by it and things like that you know no it's good it just needs some more a little bit more love yeah um i the the only other thing i've been playing and i think you've been playing too is teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge oh yeah yeah i love it yeah good little game isn't it yeah, yeah very nice i haven't finished it yet again i haven't had loads of time on it but uh it's just a, a great little beat-em-up isn't it like, oh, it's so good yeah style. yeah it's loads of love and, and care put into like the animations and things it's um it's great and very much of its well, not of its current time, but of its time that it's, you know, that those sort of late 80s, early 90s, kind of the music and everything and all that, like the general attitude of it is, um, is sort of perfect, isn't it? Yeah, it feels just like a like a natural sequel to the, you know, the TMNT arcade game or, you know, Turtles in Time, something like that. Yeah. It's, it just feels like it's never been away, basically. It's no, just... I, I haven't played a lot of those. I've always been, been meaning to, and I saw this and I thought, oh, this looks really good. So it plays. I assume it plays fairly faithfully to that that sort of thing. Yeah, it? yeah. Those, those games. Yeah. Um, the only thing I, I I'd say is you they're limited to what was in the show, I suppose. And I, I don't rem- I used to love the show. My my first like big thing that I was oh, into. Oh, I love tools. Yeah, when to I was like day, four or five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't remember a lot of it. So I don't remember like. I know they fought foot soldiers a lot, but I don't know if they fought many other things. In this, you mainly fight various foot soldiers and robots, and that's kind of it. And they did find that gets a little bit repetitive at times. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the foot soldiers and the mouses, the little robots, yeah. um, the pizza monsters, they, they make an appearance in there. Um, there's, yeah, there's all sorts in there. Um, yeah. uh, Rat King's in it, um, Baxter Stockman... Yeah, I li- I like the bosses, the variety of bosses, but I th- I just thought you know the when we the rank we... and file baddies are all a bit. Yeah, I, I although you get v- the different colours and and each different colour does different things. Like one will have like a mace and stuff or an arrows, and they were all cool. But it's the fact that they all look. You know, when we were talking about Streets of Rage, we said it should really be repetitive, but it never feels repetitive. Yeah, and I think comparing it to this, I think that's because you get a little bit more variety of of the looks of the enemies and, and how they behave do you know what i mean like yeah they're all street thugs but then you'll get ones that are like karate people or wrestlers or just big fat guys that blow fire and things like that um and it, and they all behave pretty differently um, yeah and this I mean, it's, it's a minor criticism because i did really enjoy the game but i was just if i had to compare it to streets of rage i would say that's the only sort of area that significantly differs it just felt a little bit more repetitive i thought yeah just yeah in the, just purely in the enemies and and, and that but it's, yeah, it's a great it's a great game oh it is so far, yeah anyway. it is it's a great game um i'd really like i gotta be honest i don't i maybe there i haven't completed the game either i think i'm up to the level after the technodrome oh i haven't got that far yet so i'm um yeah but i think i'm towards the end of it but i'm not fully at the end mm. um so there may be a mode to unlock this but i don't know if you if you read the um, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics, like the the original no. Eastman and Laird ones, no. where it's all black and white and yeah, I know of them, but I'm not, uh, I haven't delved that much into turtle stuff beyond that original show when I was a kid. Um, oh, I like, I like, good. yeah, I know, I should, I, I, I like it, the idea of it in general, but I haven't really um, looked at all the different TV shows and comics and things. I would love a game like this, but with that original, like the original original turtles, you know, the mm. kind of darker really sort of black and white hand sketchy style i can envision it in my head and it looks amazing in my head and if anyone ever does anything like that i'd be great but um yeah 
but yeah, I, yeah, it's fantastic. I love it, and I I don't know if it, it can't be the original voice actors, but they sound very close. They sound to... very similar, don't they? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it feels like deliberately distorted to fit in with the, the general feel of it, which I I think is a good idea. But it, maybe that that helps mask the fact that it isn't. But they do sound very sort of authentic, like the yeah, they voice do. clips yeah. and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 impressed by it. I think it's like you say, there's so much love and care gone into it. Yeah. Um, Even like the the intro was just like a, yeah. a version of the original theme song and and like, like its own uh, intro video is really cool um and it's just like it just takes me back you know just yeah. to, to that that simple time where i was just i remember like swapping st- turtle stickers on the on the playground you know and like yeah. and it's just it's great yeah, yeah it's really great cool. it's great and i think it's it goes to show i mean we've said it a million times on this show but how good pixel art can be oh yeah yeah you it's know fantastic Really, in really 20 good. years' time, it's going to look as good as it does today. You yeah, know, it's absolutely. just mm-hmm. so the animation and the detail and everything is is so good. Every frame of it is gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, 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 fantastic. Have you been playing anything else um, that you wanted to talk about? I've actually played a lot this month. Have you? Okay, fact, go on. Then. I've played. Uh, are you are you familiar with Infamous on PlayStation Three? You sort of superhero guy. Um, no. So you're basically a little courier, and he's asked to deliver a package somewhere. He's on his way to deliver it. It blows up, mm-hmm. kills a bunch of people, mm-hmm. ruins everyone's day, but yeah. it gives him superpowers. Um, and he can like shoot electricity out of his hands and absorb electricity, and you've got to find out why it's happened and solve the mystery as you go around the town doing all your electric powers thing um but it's got it's got like a morality system so you can choose to be heroic or you can choose to be infamous and so there'll be people who uh, you know you'll find someone injured in the street and you can use your powers to heal them or you can absorb their life energy and make yourself stronger Uh. and depending on what actions you take you'll become adored by people they eventually like think oh yeah he's a hero and they like take photos of you as you're running about and things Mm. or they'll come to fear you and hate you and as the game goes on the decisions you make will have an effect on what course of you know what course the game takes um and particularly if you as you evolve the skill tree in the game certain branches so you can unlock new powers as you go along but certain branches of the skill tree will be locked off if you choose good or evil actions Mm. and some of the evil actions have much cooler powers um Uh. but you know you'd have to be evil to to unlock those yeah, it's a classic, like... classic dilemma, isn't it? It is. It is. It's 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 a tale as old as time. But um, I couldn't. I I like. I don't like being mean to people. I I find that with games as well. Whenever you've got any sort of more more morality system, I always tend to to verge on the side of the good. Just yeah. It, I don't know. Yeah. It just does, seems wrong, especially these days when the 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 people are so realistic in their sort of pleas of yeah, you know, don't hurt me and things. It just. I, I never get those people who like play Grand Theft Auto really, really violently and just no. kind of mow down people. Especially the, the modern ones where they're just—it's just like real people. And it's yeah. just, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, this? especially you know GTA Five—they got cats and dogs in it. Oh well. yeah, exactly. It's just awful, isn't it? I mean, oh. but people I, do, don't they? I, I, know. I, I, I suppose they can just say that it's not real, but. It's just no. It's just it's not for me. No. no, but yeah, it's a really great game. Um, 
if I had a criticism to level it, and in fact I, I played through Infamous, Infamous Two, oh wow, Infamous Festival of Blood, which was like a Halloween DLC spin-off game, mm. and Infamous Second Son on PS4. Mm. Um, so was I that all this month? That was all this month. Yeah. Blimey! I know. I know. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so I played through all of those. And um, my only criticism, and it's, it levels across all the games, is I would have liked some the, the, some of the moral decisions to be a little bit more vague and a bit more subtle. So it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. like some of them as you know, um, uh, what, there's a city in lockdown and uh, a food aid package gets dropped down and it gets stuck high up on a big tall statue. So you have to climb up and get it. And when you the food drops down to the bottom, all these hungry people rush up to get it, and the, um, your character thinks to himself, he goes like, "Um, mm, I could just take what I need, or I could electrocute everyone and just keep the food for myself." And it's Ooh, like that's a tricky one, isn't that's it? That's a how tricky do you, moral choice, you, isn't it? How do you pass that? I mean, yeah, I'm know. really a car. <laughs> what what to do? You know, so I I would I would have liked it if there was a little bit more nuance to some yes, of the choices. A little bit, yes. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're really good games. Um, and have I talked about Bio Mutant? Did I talk about Bio Mutant? Um, no, I remember seeing you tweet about it, but I don't think you mentioned it in the last episode. I think that was after that. Yeah. That was after that. I'll leave yeah. that to another time then, because I'm conscious that we're we're going okay. on a bit. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I've, I've packed in quite a lot. So that's all yeah. the infamous games bar one. Uh, all of Sonic Origins and a good chunk of TMNT. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah, well it makes a nice change for me. You should go, no, I've not really played much this month. <laughs> yeah, that's me, I'm afraid, most months. But yeah. <laughs> as long as you can sort of back it up with some, some actual content, then that's great. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, skip on ahead to the news, shall we? News. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What news have you got? Well, I thought we should probably start talking about Sonic Frontier, shouldn't we? Oh, okay. Unless you wanted to talk about something else, please. Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's coming back, isn't it? Coming back. Coming back, yeah. Uh, book, uh, bottom up book club um, veteran mm. <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, well, it, do we know what it is? Is it just a no. remake? Is it a, a no sequel? idea. We don't but know. It's but it's coming back. Yeah, that'd be cool. I imagine it's just going to be like a remaster, but yeah. I'd be happy with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Especially mm. if it sells, if it really sells this time. Oh yeah, as we it's a, it's a great game. Yeah, yeah, I think it came runner up last year, I think, didn't it? Yeah. In our bottom up awards and very well deserved. Yeah, so yeah, it needs more people to play it because it is um it's a lot better than perhaps you might think it might be. Yeah. Looking yeah. at it. So yeah, yeah. So really yeah, good game. whenever we get more information about it, we'll let you know, but um buy it. Yeah, buy it, do buy it. Mm. But yeah, Sonic Frontiers. Okay. So the next big Sonic game, Open Zone Sonic game, they're calling it. Um, why don't you go first? I'm a bit more cynical about this one than I was about Sonic Origins. Yeah. I, I could see a lot of good in Sonic Origins. Um, Sonic Frontiers, I can't say I'm really excited about it at all, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what's going on with Sega. I really don't know what they're thinking, but the way it was, the way it's been unveiled has been terrible. Yeah, I don't think they've they've done it so, done it any favors by doing no. it the way they have now. No. Um, it looks like an Unreal tech demo. It looks like something someone's knocked up in Unreal Unreal Engine, 
it's like a and they've just stuck a Sonic character in a test world for Unreal Engine. Some of the animations I was what I was watching. I I think I can't remember who it was. I can't remember who it was. He was going through his thoughts on it, and he highlighted that some of the animations, it's like two frames of animation for when he's attacking the badniks. Oh, but they're not even badniks. They're just yeah, they're the sort of the resident robots of the island robots. that they yeah. I I I don't want to. I don't want to dislike things. I don't come on. I don't. But I just can't. Yes. I I understand all of that because um, I think it's uh, from from this sort of these previews right to the end. I think it's going to be a game that divides people. I think it's going to be a game that just people are going to say either say that's really interesting or that's not for me. I have reservations about it. there are things I don't like certainly, but generally I'm leaning on the side of being interested in it. Just the idea of uh, sort of an open world Sonic game where you can just run around freely and it looks like they're, they're going to cram quite a lot of content in there, things to find in that world. It's sort of speed-based challenges, more puzzles, combat. And then uh, sounds like it's quite, you know, you can choose which of those you want to favour more. So <clears throat> the number of things you have to do is far less than the number of things there are to do so if you don't like the combat you don't necessarily have to do it and you can focus you you know you just got a, quite a variety of choices so mm. i quite like that and i quite like just running around freely i think those bits where they showed that off in the trailer where he's like racing that eagle look really cool um and i just i, I think i'm quite excited about it actually to be fair i think they haven't yeah you're right they haven't shown it in the best light but i when you read the previews, there's a mixture. Some people don't like it, and some people say it plays much better than it looks when you actually get it, and you can sort of explore it, and I'm hoping I'll feel the same when I see it. And it is only a, so. a small portion of the, you know, the game. Obviously, there's going to be much more to it. There's going to be more variety. Um, I just think when you're showing off a game, though, because I, uh, I went back and looked at the reveal trailer for Super Mario Odyssey, yeah. Um, just as like a compare and contrast for my own, you know, just f for my own curiosity, really. And it's it, it's so different, <laughs> you know. What was that? Was that the one where he jumps out of the sewer? Yeah. Uh, in like the the city. Yeah. Thing. I, that's all I remember of that. I don't know if they yeah, showed more of that. Yeah. Uh, just it shows you all the so many things going on in the levels. What what to expect from the gameplay? You know, you could you watch that trailer. And not knowing anything about Mario Odyssey, and at the end of it, you've got a pretty good feel about what you're going to get. Yeah. With this one, if you're revealing your game, and it's your flagship game of your flagship character, and it's, you know, it's what represents Sega. It's what people think of when they think of Sega. They think Sonic. Mm. You've got to bring your A-game with it. And what do we get? A puzzle where you knock a, a statue round for two places and then a door opens. A bloody sliding block puzzle. No, is it slight? No, it's not. You jump on it's the like squares. It's like a panel, panel thing. Oh my word! I can't think of anything I'd like to play less in a game than a block puzzle like that. I hate them. I hate them. And Sega, no, I hate them. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. You told them? <laughs> I've, I've many times. I've been you sent emails to about it to them. <laughs> you know, I, I got a I got a restraining order, a restraining order from Yuji Naka yeah. because of my distaste for sliding block puzzles. <laughs> but 
I don't know why he's saying it to him. He hasn't worked there for about 15 years. I know. Well, <laughs> I know. But he knows people, doesn't he? He can pass on the messages for me. He's still yeah. got mates there. Mm. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm, be, I'm being glib. But uh, I want to like it. But even you tweeted, Green Hill Zone again. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the thing that's really annoying me. Um, and I, before that became apparent, I was going to say, well, at least it's not Green Hill and Chemical Plant again. <laughs> As long as that's the case, it's got to be better than Sonic Forces. But there's, there's some somehow found a way to cram them in again. I know. And I just and I don't understand feeling. why. This is the fourth game that we've had Green Hill and Chemical Plant together in there. Yeah. And I get the feeling they're going to be like the special stages, aren't they? That's the so they're sort of yeah, they're sort of special stages, but in as much as they they play like normal Sonic levels in a normal linear game. Um, and there's something to do with Sonic's memories. Or something to do with the, you know the yeah. plot reason why he has to go back to these same old things. Um, okay, if it's, if it's got to be about Sonic's memories, why not just do some levels that you haven't already given us a million times already? Like you know a three D Hydra City zone or a three D Flying Battery zone or something yeah. like that. That would be really cool. Okay, it would be old levels again, but it would at least be something that we haven't seen already. And yeah. it feels like really lazy, literally taking the assets and saying, okay, let's chuck this in. I wouldn't be surprised to see all the levels from Sonic Generations in there, just yeah. the, their assets just floating around in that cyberspace, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that, that does really, really annoy me. Yeah, because I mean, it's just so wasteful. You've got such a rich history of levels and things to choose it's, from. It's like a crutch like they can't seem to get rid of. Like They feel like they have to do it. Like This is like a shortcut to make all Sonic fans love this game, just putting these exact same levels in over yeah. and over again. And I don't, I, it makes me so cross, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I, at, the, at least they are more of a special stage thing. They aren't the core thing, and the core thing is more original. But yeah, I, I'm leaning uh, generally. I'm leaning more on the positive side, in as much as I think it could play in an interesting way. Um, could be something I, I, I enjoy. Uh, I don't know, but we'll have to see. It's it, it's a personal thing. It's just a personal yeah, dislike it is. for me. Yeah, um, it, I think, I, and I totally respect that. I totally, yeah. you know, and it, it is going to be come down to whether you like this sort of gameplay or not. I think. I think one thing again, and again, it is purely a subjective thing. But it started with Sonic Adventure Two where, for some reason, Sega have decided that the badniks should just be generic robots. I want them to be silly little animals. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt that I love like a good old classic badnik idea. I don't, you don't want just, just plain generic robots, big grey robots, one of them so looks like a bloody cybernetic raspberry or something. Mm. I, don't, I don't want a cybernetic raspberry. But, you know... Uh, it's it's not it's just not going to be that type of game. No, uh, you can tell that just by looking at it, you know. Yeah. And they, it, it varies every time you get a Sonic game because one time you know you'll get Sonic Lost World, which that has that look about it, and all the Badniks look amazing. I was playing that the other day, and I was I really loved how they do Badniks in there mm. because they are they're they're almost like quite cuddly versions of yeah. them in a way, and they look amazing. And their their sort of placement in the the levels, like they take you know, like uh, certain badniks from the Mushroom Hill Zone and, like, apply them to this other level, and they work really well there. Um, but it, it, you just get different things every time, don't you? If you get a more serious game with other things to fight that aren't Eggman robots, then you're going to get stuff like this. And you just you just have to kind of wait to the next one and see if it's more for you, I think, unfortunately. Yeah, I think maybe what... Maybe Sonic Origins had a an influence on this, because... Mm. F- f- influence on my opinion on it. Because one thing I do... I came away from um, Sonic Origins really liking um, was 
we mentioned the animations, the new animations that sort of link the stories together, that link the games together. I really love the characterization of Eggman in that. Yeah. I really like Eggman as being kind of just like um, almost a friendly rival to Sonic and more sort of mischievous than outright evil. Yeah. He's just kind of bumbling and, you know, not really all that menacing. Doesn't and seem Sonic... like a real threat. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I really like that kind of dynamic that's, that comes across in the, the... Yeah, it's like, oh god, here he is again, come on. Yeah, let's just... and like the <laughs> Sonic Mania adventure things. Yeah. How he... I love that. I would much rather that than have Eggman be the kind of serious Sonic 06 evil. Yeah. And all, you know, I, I think I just prefer that that interpretation of Sonic than this ultra-realism, hyper-real grey robot thing. I just don't think it's for me. I'll still play it when it comes out. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, mm. But I think I just prefer, you know, I think I'm just old and I like I like the old Bad Nicks and old plump Eggman. Yeah, I do as well. But I, I also quite like a bit of variety. Yeah. And that's uh, it's nice to see that again. We didn't have much of it last decade. They were mainly just leaning on these old zones and and they're still doing it, but at least the 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 core of the game is a is a is a bold take. You know, they are being bold with it. They are trying something yeah, new. Yeah, and to, I yeah. Think, to their credit, yeah. to their credit, and I think they are they they want to make a good game. I think they they there's evidence to show that they've been testing this out on people and like getting their feedback and, and tweaking things. You know, apparently, supposedly, Sonic controls quite well, and also you can adjust how he controls at least in the demo that people have played like there's lots of sliders where you control his acceleration and things like that it's uh, it's almost like okay we they're saying okay we, we kind of give up and in, in trying to settle on a, on a physics engine for sonic you just tweak him how you want him and yeah fair enough to yeah. be honest at least if yeah. that makes a you know a, a smoother experience then yeah fair enough who cares yeah go yeah. for it so uh, i'm 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 hoping that that will just ultimately lead to a, a, a decent game that, that, that's been well uh, thought about you know because i think they have been working on this for quite a long time it has been a long time uh, since sonic to... forces i think which has been yeah. about five years so yeah. I, and it's I, meant I, to be out by christmas isn't it by christmas yeah so i, I i've got my fingers crossed i got everything crossed that it's that i'll enjoy i know lots of people won't enjoy it regardless i think it will it will get you know some bad reviews and some good reviews hopefully but I, I I'm I'm just thinking about myself right now. I'm hoping that I'll that I'll come away enjoying it a bit. I'm sure there'll be I'm sure there'll be fun to be had with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was going to say I even had fun with Sonic 06 at times, but I can't honestly say that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Honest, I back. can, but you know. But I, I was in denial at the time. But yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. I got to imagine based purely on what they've shown so far and the fact that it's meant to be out at Christmas, there's a lot that they're not showing. Yes, definitely. I think there's a lot more... I mean, Maybe there, there they are... just want to keep it under wraps and not spoil things. Well, I'm I hoping. hope so. That's why I hope so. I always prefer it if they, they lean towards that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think it's... It's, it's based on it, the game is based in a place called the Starfall Islands, which suggests there's multiple islands, and it, what we're seeing is just one of those. And there's other ones that may be like a desert one and, and things like that. So, you know, there's, there's potentially lots to go in there. Apparently, it's going to be a 30 hour game they're shooting for, which is very, very long for a Sonic game, perhaps a bit too long, even. But 
you know, there's got to be some content in there. <laughs> you know. Here's my prediction. Yeah. One of the other islands will be covered in green hills, right? Yeah. One of the other islands is going to have a big chemical plant. Oh, God, don't say that, please don't. (laughs) One of the other islands is going to be some kind of sky sanctuary. Some kind of sky sanctuary, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But no. No, it'd be interesting (laughs) to see how it pans out. I think, you know, yeah. Yeah, all right. um, It'll be good. Yeah. So this past month was was e3 but not e3 wasn't it really yeah it was kind of like some people showed off some things and some uh, some people didn't i was hoping to see more from nintendo but not yet anyway did you see anything else that that caught your eye this month that came out that was announced i don't think so Mm. the only thing i saw that i liked was a game i think it was in i think sony showed it off but i think it's for everything it's called the plucky squire do you see this? No, I it's didn't see this. it's a really cool looking game. It's set in a, like a children's book initially, so it's all two D hand drawn stuff, and it's like this little knight, and it's got these. And it, that alone looks nice, but at the end of the trailer, the character jumps out of the book and into like the the kid's like desk in their room, and it becomes a bit more of like a chibi robo kind of thing at that point. Just complete oh. change the style completely, and it looked like really high quality stuff as well. Uh, it just looked really cool. Really nice little oh, little yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Look it up when you get a chance. The Plucky Squire. It looks really nice. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. Devolver Digital. They usually do really oh, good stuff. So. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Devolver. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah. Great. Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll watch that later. Yeah. Have a watch because it's um. Yeah. Watch it all the way to the end as well because you. Then I'm only looking them. at screenshots, but it's giving me um, scribble notes vibes a little bit. Yeah. 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 Cool. Hmm. That's yeah. That's literally the only thing I've seen. That I, I think there's been quite a few things announced, but I didn't either see them or didn't care about them. So that's my e- that's my E3 some... report this month. Yeah, year. there was some new Call of Duty thing. Yeah, guess. probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not interested in that. Oh, I will tell you what, I did get. Yeah. I did the PlayStation Plus Premium thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because when they launched it, they it says they um, if you upgrade, they'll do it at a pro rata rate. And right. I only I pay month by month, so I could upgrade the. I think they charged me like two pound fifty to upgrade for the remaining of the month. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'll do that. Let's see what see if it's worth it. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. No. It didn't sound worth it. Have no. they got any other games that we other than what we talked about last month? Um, um, is, is the library increased at all? Is it like I, what? What's... I don't think the classic library's increased, but there's no easy way to. It's not like set up easy so you can look just for PS1 games, just for PS2 games, just for PS3 games. They're oh, all right. just sort of bundled together in a big list, uh, which is okay. not really great. No. Um, I tried Tekken 2. Um, I thought the FMV was a bit choppy. Um, mm. I've heard that they're the PAL 50 hertz yeah. versions. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Which is a weird decision. It's a weird decision. Apparently, they're gonna. That's gonna be. You're gonna have a choice. I think going forward, um, with the the next update of it, you're gonna be able to select what region you want to play. Um, yeah. But I mean, even that. For I mean, for the money they're charging, I don't. If you like, I gave one of the cloud streaming ones a go. I can't remember what game it was. It worked. You know, as as well as cloud streaming does. Yeah. So I mean, if that's something that interests you, it's you know it might be worth looking into it for that. But I was a bit underwhelmed considering. 
you know, if I was paying, I like I say, I paid two fifty for it. But I think the if you were paying for it monthly, it's like fourteen quid a month. Mm. I don't think it's worth that personally. No. But your mileage may vary. Yeah. See what else they add to it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. There's some um, this options there. It's there, isn't it? Yeah. If you want. Yeah. Okay. Um. Before we crack on with House of the Dead, I've got one quick incoming indie. Oh. Incoming indie. Um, it's a demo that I've been playing and actually got really into. It's called Victory Heat Rally. I think it's only coming out on Steam at the moment, but it's out later this year. It's um, it's a racing game similar to um, Sega's arcade game Power Drift. That's oh, cool. that sort yeah. of sprite scaling thing where it kind of yeah. rotates a bit as you turn the corners. Uh, it's kind of like that, a bit more of a sort of a, a nice uh, sort of kiddie. I don't want to say kiddie derogatively, but a bit more kiddie. I don't know, but it's uh, it, it's not nice, colourful characters and things like that, like, like, like very very nicely presented, and just loads of fun. Like like, like the thrill of the speed going round is is really cool. As I've said before, like a good racing game will like uh, in terms of the AI characters will always keep you in with them. If you're going too far ahead or too far behind, then it's it's not great fun. But playing all the levels in this demo, I was like, it was like that. It's quite difficult to get to the front, but really rewarding and made you want to keep keep doing it. And sort of quite a variety of different sort of ways of racing and challenges and things like that. So uh, yeah, it's it just it was just something that I gave gave it a go because I was following them on Twitter for a while and I've been watching them develop and it went from you know, it's been interesting to see the the progress of how you know they built this kind of engine and it's ended up looking really really nicely presented. And I gave it a go and I had a great time. So it's yeah, definitely it looks one really good. Yeah. Definitely one to look. Look, look out. I think it's being published by Platonic Games, who do um, ukulele. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep, keep an eye on it. It's, um, yeah, hopefully. Vi- oh, um, Victory Heat Rally, Rally announced for Switch. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. I didn't even see that. Oh, that's good. That'd be perfect on Switch. It'd be really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of people we follow on Twitter, um, okay. Sega Powered Magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dreamcast demo coming out. Oh, lovely. I know, I saw that. Great. Brilliant, yeah. They've, they put uh, just like some indie Dreamcast games bundled yeah, on a disc. A proper cover disc. Yeah, that's, that's so cool, isn't it? I mean, I when was it. the last time you saw any cover disc on any magazine? Let <laughs> yeah, alone, exactly. Let yeah. alone like a, a sort of a, a more amateur in the nicest possible way magazine, you know. So, um, yeah, that's great to see. I hope it sells a bucket load and I hope it starts a trend and we yeah. see more indie demo discs. Oh, I'd love that. That's so that, good. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously you it's sort of CDR and everything, and you need because the dream you can just stick a CDR into any Dreamcast, can't you? Uh, except for the very later models, the very last models, they took out the mill CD um, function, which what they used to exploit and get CDs yeah. to boot. Yeah. Um, but there aren't many of those knocking about. So the chances are, if nine out of ten Dreamcasts will be able to boot it, no problem. Yeah, I'm just thinking about other consoles as well. That's a little bit more tricky, isn't it? A little bit trickier when it comes to other consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the, the the scene on the Dreamcast is so it's always thriving, isn't it? It's always oh yeah, people making yeah. Loads for it, so it'd be great to see that. You could, you could even make a dream a, a regular Dreamcast magazine just out of that stuff and like put a disc on it every month. I know yeah, obviously you could, cost, yeah. it'll cost I a mean, bomb, but you know if there were enough like backers for it and things, you can you know it's just feasible. You know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we've prattled on for long enough, I think. Should we should we get to the good old gore and mindless yeah. violence of yeah, uh, <laughs> House of the Dead Overkill? House of the Dead. Overkill. 
That's a really good impression, yeah. That's quite yes. good, isn't it? I, that voice sounds really, like that particular voice sounds right. I think he did like commercials and things. Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't recognize. It sounded it really. From, I mean, it's kind of like that standard movie, yeah. deep voice, isn't it? But that particular one sounded very similar. Anyway, let's let's have a break, and then we'll we'll get right on with it. Cool. All those of a nervous disposition must look away now. In the town of Bayou City, an ancient evil lurks. An unknown, malevolent legacy. Twisted tale of deceit, revenge, and bodily fluid. A hard-boiled cop, a deadly government agent, and 10,000 mutants. They've come for brains. You'll give them bullets. The House of the Dead, Overkill. Black magic, violence, the hardcore you've been waiting for. The House of the Dead, Overkill, where the dead walk. And bullets talk so frightening, you cry blood from your own eyes. The House of the Dead Overkill. Enjoy a bite at Papa Caesar's drive-thru, just 500 meters from this auditorium on the left. The Video Game Book Club. House of the Dead Overkill is our game this month that we're talking about um and again this is a well a bit like lollipop chainsaw last last year this is a bit of an adults only thing isn't it really yeah yeah so um if you've got kids around we, we'll 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 any any swears that happen to come in we'll we'll bleep them out obviously and you know but generally the 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 content would be something you probably don't want little kids to hear so um no. yes yeah, if you got not them running to, not want to be playing with alice <laughs> no no definitely not i i made sure she was well tucked into bed whenever i set this one up definitely <laughs> so it's developed by headstrong games and published by sega released for the nintendo wii in february 2009 for us and europe and september for japan so later, an extended cut was released for PS3 in 2011, and the typing of the Dead Overkill was released in 2013 for Windows. Um, the the Wii version is uh, cheap to pick up. Bought mine for about six quid, I think. Yeah. So it's a light gun style zombie rail shooter, as any House of the Dead game would be, uh, in which you simply point the Wii remote at the zombies and fire away, and it works really well doing so. Let me just interject here briefly. Yeah. Um, I bought way back the they released um the amc hand cannon and mm. it's just like a a really chunky gun shaped thing that you stick the remote in and it's oh, meant to be modeled good. after the gun that they use in the game yeah it was i loved it when i played it last time with it got the gun out this time and they've put that rubberized stuff around the handle you know around, right. the, around the grip to yeah. make it nice and soft and just like every of that rubberized stuff in the world it's gone all sticky and gross oh yeah i one of my nunchucks i found that uh, got oh. it out recently and it, the like the the, the thumb stick is all yeah. gone a bit sticky gross isn't it it's gross so oh. I, I don't know what to do about it either i don't know i know no, you can, how can you fix that i know you can remove it but i mean that's part of the aesthetics of the gun mm. isn't it? i must admit that sounds really good because i was using the wee zapper Mm. Um, which didn't feel right for this game because you want like a handgun, don't you? You want yeah. like a like a proper thing. But I mean, it's probably better than just pointing the Wii remote at it. But yeah, I don't, it sounds quite good actually. Yeah, like. it's really good as long as you you know you don't mind having feeling like you've been gripping flypaper for an hour. Afterwards. <laughs> you know. you won't be able to get it off when you finish. <laughs> 
Um, so this is a, a non-canonical prequel to the original House of the Dead game that sees Agent G team up with foul-mouthed detective Isaac Washington to track down crime villain Papa Caesar, uh, who's involved in the appearance of mutants and sort of general bad stuff, basically. Yeah. Um, there's a bit more of a plot than I was expecting to this, actually. There is, yeah, it's yeah. a pretty regular kind of thing. One of the first things you see when you boot the disc up, though, is um, real, real footage of a, a pole dancer uh, who eventually draws out a Wii remote and points it at you. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of sets the tone for the whole game, really. I'm, yeah. I'm amazed that Nintendo allowed that, by the way. I know. How did that get past? Did they, did they just skip the intro and not even see it when they had a quick look at it? I, I, that seems a very un-Nintendo thing, <laughs> to allow their Wii remote to be used in a quite a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. But it's got a very striking aesthetic, isn't it? The whole it game. has, yeah. It's so nice. It's it's obviously going for the whole um, grindhouse, very um, sort of B movie kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I need to say what made you pick it, but I don't know. It's just a good game, isn't it? I just find. I... <laughs> Yeah, it's just a good game. It's funny. Um, I think it, we mentioned House of the Dead a couple of times uh, in relation to the remake that was coming up, the, the remaster. Yeah. And to me, I think I always felt like this was a kind of a an entry in the series that wasn't really appreciated. Um, mm. cause you don't hear it talked about very much, do you, really? I you don't, don't hear it talked about and, you know... After this came, you know, they had House of the Dead 4, which went back, basically back to the usual House of the Dead style. And mm. every, every House of the Dead thing since then has gone back to the original style. And this kind of just stands on its own. And it's sort not of, really been... It's completely separate, really, yeah. isn't it? It's got a completely different feel. Because um, all the other ones that I've played, anyway, are, are, you know, they're they're almost... They're charmingly bad in a, in like the dialogue and things, and it's just. Uh, but this actually pays a lot of care to the the dialogue and making yeah. it entertaining and and well voiced and everything. Really, really funny as well. Yeah, far, it is, far it's funnier really than funny. a House of the Dead normally is. I mean, if you saw that Isaac Washington is such a great character. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like he's. Well, he says he drops an f bomb almost every sentence. Basically, that's yeah. that's that's the main thing you need to know about him. <laughs> I, I did read on Wikipedia that for uh, uh, briefly it was the uh, had the Guinness record for the, the most amount of cursing in a in a really? video game. It was only beaten by Mafia Three the following year, apparently, <laughs> which I've never played, but I can imagine there's a, probably a fair bit of cursing in that as well. But this it literally is all the time, like <laughs> everyone yeah, jeffing, isn't it? It's 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 weird that for a video game. It's very jarring because normally you don't. I mean, you do in, in like really adult games, but this much of it, you know. <laughs> yeah, is... and it's in such gratuitous manner. Yeah, you I know, know, it's like we said when we mentioned it in the last show when we talked about it. One of the first sentences in the game is "mess with him and he'll rip your balls off," <laughs> <laughs> and then it's got him. He goes, "I'm gonna rip your motherfucking <laughs> balls off." <laughs> it's just, it's so over the top. I love I it. I know. I love it. Another thing I liked is the like the dynamic between Agent G and, and Washington was really good as well. I thought yeah. it because um, they're quite because Agent G is quite sort of a straight laced kind of cop, likes to do things properly, and then Washington's just a bit of bit nuts basically, isn't he? He just wants to, <laughs> he's very unorthodox, I would say. Yes. Um, just wants to shoot everything and ask questions later, you know. 
and it's just that dynamic. It sounds quite when you describe it like that. It sounds quite cliched, but there's just something about their particular nature of their relationship because they kind of been thrown together. They don't really want to be working together, uh, and I I found that really entertaining. Yeah, I mean, cliche is is kind of the order of the day in there. I mean, oh I, yeah, to be fair, yeah, yeah. Everything about the game is cliche, but it, in a really in a really good way, in a yeah. really well it's thought not, out way. It's not shy about it being cliched. It kind no. of takes that and runs with it, and it uses it as a strength, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Like at every stage, basically, it takes a form of like a movie, like an old B movie. So, yeah. um, like the first one is Papa's Palace of Pain, um, and then they've got you know one at a carnival, like the the, the fetid waters, and they got like all, all these different ones. Yeah, they set each one up almost like a trailer for for things like this voiceover. Yeah, I, I, I can't th- th- off the top of my head think of anything it actually says, but it's like. I was thinking how I describe this game, and it is quite difficult for me to describe because I don't really have like the I don't know the filmic vocabulary that is is needed to perhaps appreciate exactly what's going on here. I don't yeah. know if you can if you've got any more insight. Just to right, so this is uh, I'm literally just looking at this up as as we're talking. Uh, the second level is ballistic trauma. Mm. Um, and so, like we said, every every level in the game is set up like a movie. So you get a film trailer introducing the you know what's happening in that level while you're there and what's going on. So the <laughs> the introductory narration for ballistic trauma is: Tonight you have been admitted to Bayou County General. Your symptoms: cold sweats, irregular heartbeat, anxiety. The diagnosis? Bleeding horror that cuts like a scalpel to the heart. There's only one cure. A white hot bullet to the brain. <laughs> Ballistic trauma. Collect your point-blank prescription. <laughs> and the whole game's like, every yeah. level's like that. The whole game is like that, yeah. <laughs> and he's like constantly doing it in like cutscenes as well. And yeah. He's like, <laughs> just, like, just... just like describing the characters when they appear. Um, yeah, you feel like you're watching like a like a cheap movie while yeah, it's, yeah, it's while it's like, playing. Yeah, proper like old B movie style, um, Quentin Tarantino grindhouse yeah. thing. You know, it's it's just pitch perfect. Yeah, it's just really well thought out that that way, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's they don't just like do it a bit and like make it look vaguely like that. They they really go all out to to give you that experience, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah, because I mean, a, a, a common criticism of the original House of the Dead games uh, is the voice acting and how corny the the plot and everything is. Yeah, and it's like they've sat down and looked at that and really worked it into a strength of the series rather yeah. than you know they've made than fun of to it. Be all serious about it, they've said, "Look, yeah, it's ridiculous. Let's just really play into it." Yeah. And it works. It works yeah. so well. I, I don't understand how they didn't just carry on with that for for any remaining House of the Dead games. Exactly. And just really run with it because it's exactly. it works so well for the the formula, doesn't it? It does exactly mm. that. You know, I've, I've I've I don't know why they didn't continue with it. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of the humour. <laughs> um, it might be a bit edgy for. Well, it audience. limits your <laughs> limits your audience. To be fair, it does. Yeah, if you're going at it that hard, I mean, they could they could cut back on the swearing, I suppose, and, and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, you're shooting up zombies, so you're only going to be one particular type of person, aren't you? You're not. It's not going to be for everyone in the first place, is it? 
No. Um, a little bit of interesting trivia I did find. I wonder if you found this as well. Um, let me just get it back. Uh, but basically, at uh, the first boss, uh, well, in the in the first stage, um, there's a bit where they open a door and a head comes rolling down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, that is the head of the level designer uh, in the game. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, the first boss is a wheelchair-bound um, character called Jasper. Yeah. Um, he is based on Harry Potter. Um, because, he does look a bit Harry Potterish, doesn't he? Yeah, the guy who um, designed him and did that bit of this, the game um, used to work for EA on Harry Potter games and developed a hatred of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and the Fantastic. final form of the boss, where he sort of floats in the air with his big dangly arms, uh, was base yeah. was inspired by Vic and Bob's MasterChef sketch. Oh yeah, I know the one. <laughs> That that's brilliant, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. quite a deep cut. That is. Yeah, wow. it really is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is very like that, actually, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! Okay, yeah. that's that's some, that's some great insight. Well done. Yeah. Where did you find that? I um, I found that on the House of the Dead fandom wiki. So if you go on oh, nice. um, the House okay. of the Dead dot fandom dot com and then just navigate down to the the um section on house of the day overkill there's loads of little insights like that and interview snippets and things oh so fantastic yeah well with yeah, freedom yeah i suppose we should talk about the gameplay a bit, a bit. i mean i it, suppose so. i mean it's there's not a lot to it really to, no. in terms of discussion <laughs> it's it's one of those games it's pretty much what you see is what you get really you just go around shooting zombies <laughs> um there's not a huge variety of them, I would say. You tend to get the same. Oh, there's a nurse zombie. There's a big fat one. There's a you know the policeman later on. And it, it it kind of just cycles through them, but a bit like a, a good beat 'em up. It, it never it doesn't ever really get tiring. I would not really no. anyway. Um, no. I mean, I was playing it in relatively small doses. I was usually just playing one level at a time. I think. Yeah. Um, and that I thought I found was was perfect. You know, I think perhaps if I sat down and played the whole thing, I might get a bit fed up with that after a little while. But um, it's it, yeah, it's just it's done pretty well as well as you would want to. They they sort of pop up, you shoot them. They're quite difficult to shoot sometimes. You got to keep reloading quite a lot, so that getting that timing is is crucial. But it's um, the difficulty wise is surprisingly lenient. I thought yeah. because you never it, there isn't really a way to fail the game really is there because as long as you keep shooting at them because the way it works is you get scores every time you you kill the zombies and the score goes up every time you um you lose all your health your score just gets halved and that's it you yeah. can just carry on it just keeps halving every time I don't know if there's a maximum amount of times you can die where it just it just kicks you out but and I thought that was really cool because yeah. You know, I I I kind of just want to sit and have fun with it. I you know, but that it didn't feel like a sort of an infinite credit thing at the same time either. Because if you're doing it for a score attack, then that is quite a punishing thing to have your score cut in half completely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I thought that was really a really good idea. Actually, I think that worked really well for it. It is. It's a really neat thing, and I'm surprised more arcade conversions and arcade. Um home versions of arcade games rather than straight ports don't yeah. adopt that kind of thing because it does give you that same feel as you know you do feel like oh no there's yeah. a penalty does, for losing there is a penalty but it's not that severe really yeah. not severe enough to stop you completely mm. uh, to contrast it i was playing the house of the two and three i mentioned it last episode that's the last time i played it but 
that when you have a certain number of credits and there was a point I got to where I just ran out of credits and then I I would have to start the game again. Yeah. Which is kind of frustrating because I just want to sort of sit through and and get get through it. I mean, I would prefer just setting back a little way every time I died and just having like a normal Infinite Lives game, you know. And then there's another one I played recently that was that's... um, What's it called? It's two old Sega LA machine guns and something else. They're in like a double pack, mm. and that they're they're sort of quite old oldish games, but they're reasonably fun. But they those are infinite credits, and at the same time that it kind of it makes it too easy almost. You know, there's no penalty at all. You just keep going on until yeah. you get through the whole thing. And this, I think, just strikes that perfect middle ground where there is a penalty, but it's not that severe. And I think yeah. it worked really well. Yeah, it does. It works really well. Um... There's so many things it gets right, so many little things. I I, I like the fact, I like the the range of different weapons as well, that they do actually right, have a, yeah. an impact on on the how you play the game. There's, there's almost yeah. a strategy to what weapon you want to take into the level and, and what did, you want to get. I did find that, yeah. You can buy weapons, you can also upgrade them, which is really cool. Like you can You can change the amount of time it takes to reload them, the number of bullets you've got. Uh, which is quite cool. It just it just improved your gun, um, but you can also buy other ones like machine guns and shotguns and things. And there were there were occasions where you can bring two weapons in actually, can't yeah, you? And then you weapons. can switch between them. And there were there was a particular boss where in one instance a machine gun worked worked well against this bit, but then I had to switch to the, like, the regular gun where mm. it worked better. Uh, and I, I, that was that was cool for a light gun game. That's um, yeah seems. seems quite a good idea yeah because yeah, i think a lot of the times in light gun games you'll either just stick with the one gun throughout or occasionally you'll pick up uh like a grenade launcher or a rocket launcher or something that mm. you'll use for you know two screens and then you're back to normal with a you know the, it's kind of when you do get another weapon it's kind of just like a bonus to make the, the next couple of screens easier rather than an integral part of the game but i think with this one there is like i say there's actually strategy to you know which gun would be most suited to this level kind of thing and i, I really yeah. like that rather than just being just a standard power-up it's natural it serves a purpose i think is really nice mm. um did you complete it i did yeah <laughs> mm. i did i <laughs> We obviously we don't do spoilers in this game, and it applies to this game as well. But the, yeah. the, you, thankfully, you don't actually see what's happening. <laughs> but the implication is enough to just what on earth is going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrible thought. Yeah, but anyway, we'll leave that one to you. you get, it's yeah. worth it. It's worth, worth it. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Um, I, I like the the boss. I like was Nigel and Sebastian. Yes, the we're in, it's in the circus level, and the he's circus. like this really massive brute, um, and he picks up a, a, a dead zombie, starts eating him, and then the camera pans down, and you realise there's another sort of head attached to his stomach, and he look, and he looks up at Nigel. That's a big one. He says, "You fucking sickened me, Nigel." <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> It really tickled me. <laughs> oh, great! Uh, it is. Yeah. It's just. It's such a funny game, and it, there's, there's so many. It got some so many genuine laughs out of me throughout the playing. Uh, uh, yeah, so just after that, uh, Washington can't can't find G. He can't, he's not sure where he is, and then G pulls up in an ice cream van. 
So they're going to use that to go to the next place, and it's really slow. And the next shot, you just see Washington just having an ice cream, just sit, sat next to him. <laughs> and it was just the way it was done, just the way it cuts to that. It just, it was, um, it was great. I love that. I love it. I love it. I, w- I want more. I wish they'd have done yeah. House of Dead Overkill too. I, I really don't know why, because it got an extended version on the PlayStation Three. I as had well. a look at that on YouTube, and it's got quite a sheen to it. Um, yeah. I even looked up that scene, and it, it, they they sort of vary it a bit. You know, they vary like the camera angles and maybe a bit of the dialogue as well, possibly. And it is yeah, and yeah, add the, more to it, and it's, it seems like quite an enhanced version. Yeah, there's a couple of extra chapters. Um, it comes with a couple of 3D glasses in the case, so you can play it in ah. 3D if you want. Is that um, is it PlayStation Move compatible? or Is it too early yeah. for that? Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, it's it's well, well worth picking up. I, I've I've got mm. that version, but I, I didn't play it for this one. I thought we'd better stick. Play yeah, the same that seems this seems a little bit different, so it makes sense to play the Wii yeah. version. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if if you've got access to a PlayStation Move, um, again, I don't think it's that expensive on PlayStation Three, and it, yeah. you do get a couple of extra chapters for it. With um, yes, you do, yeah. Vala guns. Yeah, it's also worth noting once you complete it, you unlock, uh, I think, a harder version that does limit your lives to some extent. I think I didn't actually try it, but that's, that's what I've read. That you, I think, it's got a little, it's a little bit extended anyway. You get some extra stuff, but I think it's harder and it's mainly you can't harder, just yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you wanted that more challenge, I think it does potentially offer that as well um yeah it's just i'm trying to think of anything else to say about the gameplay but it is just it is i mean there's there's things those 10 hidden brains in each level that that's quite quite a good challenge to to pick up i can never get all 10 because you've got to be really quick when you see one you just got to quickly shoot at it yeah, you've uh, got but to the be camera, pretty accurate. The, the camera moves around so much that you, you, you just as easily just miss it completely, and then you move on. Um, and there's, there's, you know, the health packs and the slow motion thing just to slow everything down and grenades and stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's I, I, I did like the bosses in general. They they sort of varied it up a bit. You know, like the the hospital one was particularly uh, interesting, quite quite creepy actually. I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a bit unsettling that one. It's, it, was, it was just really good fun game didn't that stay it's welcome it's about no. four four hours long i think on how long to be so it's yeah, it's, yeah it's, i mean for my money i think it's it's the perfection of the house of the dead formula really i mean it's it's zombies mm. it, it plays up to the cheesiness and the corniness of the whole premise it just has fun with it like you say the the mechanic where you, uh, the score halves when you lose a life rather than you know, having the normal credits and just everything is just is just the peak of the series. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, mm. you know, I don't, I there's, I did find out actually looking into this that there's a whole bunch of other House of the Dead games that I never knew existed. Oh really? Um, mainly arcade ones. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think I caught a glimpse of that. There's, there's various arcade only House of the Dead that you don't even really hear about here. Yeah. There's one about. Two zombies, a boyfriend and girlfriend zombie that are trying to escape. Loving Deads, the House of the Dead X. <laughs> I haven't even heard of that. Uh, the game concerns a young zombie couple, Zobio and Zobika, who seek to escape from captivity. Um, mm. okay. So there we go, that's another one um, that's out there. Uh, so, I mean, <sighs> and that came out after House of the Dead Overkill, so I mean. Yeah. I don't know why this didn't become the standard. Play it, buy it, and have fun with it. Cause yeah, it's lovely. It's cheap as chips. Everyone's got a Wii kicking around. Yeah, you you could do far worse than this. Really good. Yeah. Next month, uh, got a bit of a classic for you. Ooh. Classic for me, anyway, and quite a well-known game. Okay. One of my favourite games of all time. 
Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been hankering to play it for ages. Um, I played it through twice before, once in 98 when it came out, and another one in when, when the, the Xbox Live Arcade version came out, so I think about mm. 2009. <clears throat> I've been meaning to play it again for ages, so I thought this would be a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just such a good game. I've never played it all the way through. I've played yeah. some pieces of it, but it'd be okay. interesting to actually sit down and, and give it a good old good old go. Yeah, definitely. I would say there's I think there's there's nine worlds in it. I would say, I mean, I, it's a fairly long game, but not it's quite not a chunky s- game, yeah. super long. I would say try and at least see you know six or seven of the worlds if you can. Because then that'll just give you that. Because it's a very varied game, and it's, it's a nice. It'd be good to get like a, a wide sweep of it. But yeah, so that's that's something to look forward to next month. Banjo Kazooie, one of my favourites. Um, yeah. I'm keen to see, you know, how it how it uh, still holds up, you know, after this after this length of time. Is a lot of the, the game length based on collecting all the the bits and pieces? Okay, is all it the jiggies like... and things? Uh, yeah, completionist would. Um, there's only about hundred jiggies, and the requirement to get to the end boss, I don't think, is much less than that. Okay. But I, I, I can't remember how many extra stuff there is. I think the bulk of it is the is the the main game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There, there isn't much extra stuff beyond that. But if okay. you if you wanted to complete see it to completion, yeah, I'm going to be um, I'm actually going to be emulating the Xbox Live Arcade version in Xenia. Okay. So I'm going to uh, so, so you either play the original or the the Xbox version. I'll play the XBLA one on on Xbox. On Xbox, yeah. Uh, it's also on Xbox One on the, that rare replay collection. If anyone's got that kicking around, if they want to play along with us, uh, and yeah, the N6, they're pretty. Similar the N sixty four and the, the Xbox version. The Xbox version obviously looks a bit nicer and, and, and runs a bit more smoothly, but largely the same game. So yeah, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, good choice. Mm, thank you very much. Cool. So if you want to talk to us, you can email us podmup at gmail dot com. We're at podmup on Twitter and podmup dot live is our little website. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to say. Do you? No, I don't think so. No. So we just let them go. Yeah, we, we've had quite a packed episode. We have. It's been a bit packed in, hasn't it? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, we'll just let them stew on that for a bit, you know, let yeah. it sink in, all our various views on things sink in, and you can join us next month for episode 45. Yeah. All right. We'll see you then, and I hope you have a good month. Good month. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>